So this is our cold open, Mike. Disappointing our yeah, listeners yes. already. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm pretty chilly, if you ask me. Five <laughs> seconds in, and people are already tuning out. Oh. Um, hey, hey, I've... I haven't gotten to do this yet. I'm excited. This is the first time I get to do this on a Comics Online podcast. Um, so that all of our listeners knows uh, what the inside of my mouth tastes like. I am drinking uh, Hofer Hefeweizen grapefruit beer, uh, which is quite delicious. I got addicted to this stuff when I was in uh, Disney World because it's like the big thing in Florida. It's like the number one selling beer in Florida. And they had it at Wegmans, and I was, I was stoked. So cheers to everybody out there. Nice. nice. And I am drinking... I, I del- What's that? What are you drinking? I am drinking Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. This is an uh, English beer. Um, and uh, it's basically like uh, liquid chocolate cake. It's fucking delicious. Okay. Sounds delicious. I might have to try that. Yeah. Like, there was this... Okay, so Fat Tire, before Fat Tire got really, really big and was here on the East Coast, the only place you could get them was pretty much west of the Mississippi. And I was in Texas for an event for a company that I worked for before that shall remain nameless because they're dick bags. But they had fat tire there and I heard just all these great things about it. They're like, you gotta drink, you gotta try fat tire. It tastes like a chocolate donut. And I bought a six pack for myself. And normally I'm very good about sharing. Like if I have something delicious, I want people to enjoy it too. But with this beer, I drank one of it and it was like, if you've ever seen the movie Beer Fest, it was like that moment where they first drink it and the, like the angels shine down upon you. It's like, oh, it, it tasted exactly like a chocolate donut. It was the most delicious thing I had ever had in my life. And like a buddy was like a buddy that was with me was like, hey, man, is that good? I was like, oh, yeah, it's great. And he's like, can I have one? And like all I could think of, I was like, Smeagol. I was like, oh, it's mine. So you can't have it. Like I was just like protective of it. I was like, you cannot have this beer. No, but I ended up giving him one anyways. And then. Oh, yeah, no, 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 sorry, man. I don't think I can share anymore, you know. I gotta go. I got some other place to be now. Sorry. <laughs> nice. I need to try some beer chocolate. myself. Yeah. Andy, do you, ha- like, do you have any beverage going on? I am drinking a Fountain McDonald's Diet Coke. Ooh. That is some sexy stuff. Well, I think that's 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 a cue if I ever heard one. Uh, so let's hit that music, Mike. Let's roll. The Comics on. Online podcast starts right now. As when a lion roareth, and when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. Converting earthy language into thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes. We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech like your name was GoBots. You hoping for iTunes, but little noob, you in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders like Sepinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man, don't you ever try to serve thee. New guys of this book like we were Drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar and consumer culture than Galactus. Final Fantasy domination with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffalo Loud and Best in City. You can hear us on every radio, Stolen in Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 17, Episode 12. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lonsford. Uh, uh, 
Good evening, everybody. And back with us once again, we've got Andy Barsh. Oh my god, it's you guys. The listeners. Hey. Andy Barsh. Hey, real quick, Andy, tell everybody what you've been working on, because you post it all over your Facebook all, all the time. What, what comic book are you working on right now? Oh, thank you, Mike W. Lunsford. Uh, I've been working on a comic book called Slaughter Hill with a friend of mine, Marcy Jacobs. She's writing it. I'm illustrating it. It's about uh, a group of young adults who get stranded in a small town run pretty much by psychopaths, serial killers, uh, monsters, demons. It's basically any horror movie cliche put in one small town. Nice. And uh, we're shopping it around at uh, Cincinnati Horror Hound. I think it's on... The, I think it's the weekend of March 19th, but I'm not positive. But in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, I'll still be there handing out uh, preview comics of it. And if anyone wants to look at it, pick it up, uh, you know, she'll be there. So you've got, like, ash cans already? Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, she's working on them now. Cool. I, I, and, the only uh, thing that I've seen so far is the, uh, the, the progress uh, images of the, the guy punching the other guy through the chest. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the big big glory shot there. Um, but I'll, I'll send you guys uh, the. Uh, you can also follow us at uh, on Facebook at Slaughter Hill Comic uh, on Facebook. And uh, if you guys want to check it out, I'll show you the completed pages. Um, everyone else has to pay for it though. Nice. Well, hey, so Hooray. this week, this time, this episode. Um, we've, uh, you know, we, we watched Logan, um, I did anyway, uh, and, and I imagine a lot of you did as well. Um, there will be some amount of spoilers in this, by the way, for not only Logan, but, uh, but other things. This is Comics Online Podcast. Spoiler alert, uh, as always. Um, but, uh, anyway, Mike hasn't seen Logan yet, and uh, Andy, have you seen it? No, I haven't. So the point is, you know, if you've heard anything about it and here comes the spoiler right now this is your last chance um this Plug is, your ears this is the end you know and this is advertised with it you know this is the end this is the end of wolverine's story um for the uh the the fox x-men universe or universes i suppose we can even say um this is this is the end of wolverine and uh this is this is his death story his swan song and, uh, you know, and for that matter, also that, uh, super spoilers here, uh, the, also that of, um, several other characters in, in that, uh, movie, um, including Professor Xavier and, uh, Caliban. Um, anyway, uh, so we were thinking, you know, Mike came up with the idea, hey, how about we talk about some endings? And I'm pretty sure we've done this on a show before, but it's been a while, and, and we've had, uh, we've had some more stuff since and um yeah so so mike what do you want to talk about first well i mean first i, I think it would be good if we talked if you since you, you've been the only one that's actually seen it i mean i've i hate admitting this but i i, I did bootleg it and <laughs> i did watch it and um I you was, wouldn't download I a car actually, no because you can't download a car but if i could i would yeah I totally would download a car <laughs> Doing it tomorrow. Um, I I was pretty happy with it overall. Like, it was what I expected. It was what I was hoping for. It wasn't as as 
I was hoping for more of a a different take with the story, but it was pretty without being like following scene for scene, shot for shot, panel for panel, what the comic books did, it was pretty loyal to it had the same feel as the comic. It was like it, it, it paid homage to it, but also to it paid homage to a lot of other really great um pieces too. Like um if you've ever seen the sci fi movie uh Children of Men, it was very, very similar to that. But also too, and Kevin you mentioned this, very similar to the old Western Shane, which was uh Jack Palance was in that. Um but it, it really had that Western feel to it. And I just like I, they they gave Hugh Jackman a, an opportunity to go out on top as Wolverine, and he deserved that because, I mean, if, if you know anything about the history of him as Wolverine in the X-Men franchise, we almost had Doug Ray Scott as Wolverine. So Jackman did a great job as Wolverine for the past, God, what, it's been almost 20 years now, 17 years, yeah, because X-Men came out in 2000. Um, it's just overall been a, a good run for him, and I, and I, I couldn't imagine anybody else really playing that character. He, you know, I, I was, what's the word? Um, I was scared that a, you know, six one or so guy like Hugh Jackman, you know, as much as he, his, his face fits the part, goddamn fucking dog barking. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Much as his face fits the part, I you know he's a fucking tall dude. He's supposed to be you know the Wolverine is supposed to be short. You know he's supposed to be like five four or five five something like that. He's supposed to be a little dude, but you know little super badass. Um, and you know instead we got a you know full size one would say actually tall not super tall but tall dude uh, playing Wolverine and so. Uh, you know, you know, we had to look look past that from the beginning. Um, clearly, Hugh Jackman um, more than well, really, it's a, Hugh Jackman and, and um, uh, uh, fucking Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart were the two that were yeah, there you like, go. <laughs> that that really that really fit the role perfectly. Um, I remember. Yeah you know, fan casting Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier back in the early 90s. In fact, in, back in the 80s, um, you know, yeah. when, when, you know, I used to run a comic store in San Diego and, you know, people would come in and we'd go and have uh, conversations on a Sunday afternoon and we'd fan cast uh, teams, you know, and one of the things, you know, it was always Patrick Stewart. He was always going to be Professor Xavier. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, nobody could d- decide on, you know, is there an actor who would really be uh, Wolverine? Um, and, you know, and even today, you know, is there somebody who, who fits that archetype, you know, were they to reboot it right now? Well, no, not really. That, not that I know of anyway. Not, not a big, big name person. Um, but anyway, um, Hugh Jackman did a great job, made it his own. Um, you know, height impaired or not, or height blessed, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there were, there were a lot of characters, there were a lot of actors who did not fit their characters in the, in the X-Men couple of series that we've had from Fox, you know, um, the, uh, 
while we we've had great actors do a terrible job and we've had terrible act you know just kind of bit actors you know kind of shine um and so you never know what you were going to get from an X-Men uh, film. You know, we had the, the, the original Wolverine, um, you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine was a, just a complete piece of shit. Um, you know, anybody writing that, directing that, producing that should fucking be ashamed of themselves for life. Um, it was fucking <laughs> awful. It was one of the worst things that ever graced the screen and they had the fucking audacity of complaining that oh people released it early and that's why we did shitty in the theater no you'd made a shitty fucking film you fucking idiots <laughs> so tell us how you really feel oh no Kevin, that's how like I the really ninth feel. time you told us that you hate this movie oh god it's fucking you know and you, <laughs> you, just, I, and you had that bullshit version of deadpool you're like baraka i don't understand why how this is deadpool this is you've made a weird baraka <laughs> Yeah. Hey! Hey, dog! Shut up! Sorry. Dog's like, yeah, I like no, that Wolverine. <laughs> yes, she saw. She's What's your problem, man? Wolverine. That was an interesting take on Deadpool. Leave it alone. Yeah, I like. I hated. I hated that Deadpool. What they did with him, but I really liked. I see. For me, there were parts of that movie that you could take away that you were really good. I really liked Leif Schreiber as uh, Sabretooth. That was and, surprisingly And I really good. liked the interaction between him. Yeah. And I was on it. I was kind of hoping he would come back for this one too. But yeah, what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah. Well, they were gonna have him come back as Sabretooth, um, but like I guess the for whatever reason, story wise, they didn't do it. But what confuses me is that the continuity of the other films, he goes from Leif Schreiber to Tyler Mayne back to Leif Schreiber again. He but does? yeah, if if they were gonna have Leif Schreiber play Sabretooth again in the new Wolf, in Logan, uh-huh. that that but. Then again, continuity hasn't been the X-Men movie's best, you know, strongest suit. No. They don't care. <laughs> They've been really terrible about well, and it. That's, and that was kind of what they did with this one, too. Like, this this sort of kind of followed a timeline, but at the same time, too, and, and I've, I've read a lot of reviews of this that have said the same thing, this shows that you don't have to adhere to continuity, and that you don't have to adhere to a certain set timeline, that you can just tell a good fucking story. And I'm hoping that this is going to offshoot into more where they're like, look, we don't care if this follows into this timeline or this timeline. We're just trying to make a good comic book story as a movie. And like, I'm, I'm all for that. And like, I'm fingers crossed. I'm kind of hoping that Ryan Reynolds can like use his Canadian handsome magic and convince Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman to show up in one more movie and a Deadpool movie. Cause I would love to see the two of them on screen together. And I think, I think it would just oh. be fucking fantastic. Well, you know what Hugh Jackman said? He said he would come back if he was part of the MCU. And there's a chance of that happening. Oh, that would be fucking glorious. Yeah, yeah. And, and I then, think that, like, Sony's kind of set the tone for that with with allowing uh, Spider-Man to go back to Marvel. Um, that I mean, um, Fox maybe might be able to see the error of their ways and do the same thing, but yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Fox, I finally uh, watched the... Fan four stick yesterday. <laughs> it was pretty fucking terrible. Oh god, was it really? I, I still haven't watched it. Like I just it, I've avoided it. It's the if you want the entire Fantastic Four to all be assholes, that's the version you watch. Hmm. They <laughs> they they somehow made the thing unlikable. How do you make the thing unlikable? I mean, they tried with Michael Chiklis, but even that was not that unlikable. Well, yeah. I thought Michael Chiklis did a great job. I mean, he I really was. 
he really wanted to play the thing. And, you know, if you to do that's a hard job to do to be in all that latex and stuff like that. And he pulled it off, in my opinion. And to want to do that is is saying something, you know? Yeah. Well, he he yeah. wanted to he wanted to do it so much that they did that uh, no ordinary family, and he was basically playing the thing again. Yeah, no, the the one on that was on ABC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just oh, I that people ripped those two movies that he was in, the two Fantastic Four movies that he was in, really, really, really hard. And I'm in the same boat as I was with Wolverine. Yeah, there were problems with them, but I. I liked them both. They were okay. I really liked Dr. Christian Choi as, as Dr. Doom. Like, I think he made a good, he made a good Victor Von Doom. Um, I, I thought the fact that uh, Galactus was like a fucking giant cloud, that that was really lame. But at the same time, too, like, I just, I was imagining, like, I was trying to envision how else you would do that. And all I could imagine was just like a really shitty, like, like sound studio somewhere where they had like a big prop earth. And they had some dude dressed up as Galactus just, like, walking by, like, like going to take, like, a big bite out of the Earth and then the Fantastic Four stop him. Like, that was, <laughs> that was like, in my head instead. I was like, I was like, they could do that. Nah, that would be cheesy. But maybe it would be so cheesy it would be good. Wait, no, no. It would just be cheesy. <laughs> some of the shit that they've been doing with the MCU now, it, it, they've been getting, yeah. getting away with it pretty well. Like, I just imagine they would just have a big CGI Mechano Man or something. Or, like, or, like... Let's say they continued it from the from the Fantastic Four Silver Surfer movie. Like he's a yep. cloud, but then he changes into a physical thing, which is just like a bunch of mechanical devices put together. So he's not as big in physical. Oh, I, see. I don't yeah. know. I'm just. Yeah, but sense. you know. Yeah, or they could do the whole thing like where he's like I've sh- you know I'm projecting my image to you in something that you might understand, and it's like I don't know, just like a big fat dude. It's like that, or not a big fat dude. What's that guy's name that wins the uh, the Nathan? hot dog eating championship every year um joey chestnut um he just looks like <laughs> joey chestnut he's like hey how you doing i'm galactus i'm here to eat your earth you know like i would be okay it, with that it's an oith eating contest <laughs> it's an oith <laughs> eating contest <laughs> he'd have to talk like that the whole uh, the whole movie too hey it's like these guys who's hungry I love the can i have some satin with some mustard on it <laughs> no. I want a Venus taco <laughs> with extra sauce. What's a guy got to do to get a little piece of Jupiter, eh? I'll take a Milky Way milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. So anyway, so uh, so when it comes to this movie, it, yeah. um, it led to some really nice endings for both Wolverine and uh, and Professor X, um, you know, and you know for that matter for Caliban as well. Um, yeah, I don't rem- I don't recall I... seeing Caliban in previous X films, but um, yeah, but this version of him was pretty good. Um, I will say this: um, when we had when we had Yuli. Uh, Ulysses Campbell of Fantastic Forum, because um, I'll give him a shout because he's an awesome guy. When we had him on Pirate Radio and we were talking about this, he had said the one thing that really kind of was jarring to him was seeing a little girl essentially commit all of these acts of violence. And, like, I was, I, that kind of got me too. Like, it wasn't like, I'm not like any teetotaler here where I was clutching my pearls and I was like, oh, the violence and the humanity. But, like, 
it was a little jarring to see, like, essentially, like, my son, you know, walking around with adamantium claws, like, killing people. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, okay. Like, it, it, it made me feel, um, uh, Pet Cemetery. Did you get, you guys have seen Pet, Pet Cemetery, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it reminded me of that, when, like, you have this little kid going around murdering people. So it's kind of scary, but at the same time, you're kind of like, it's a fucking kid. Just, like, I, I, you know, I didn't see push him over was. by his big, stupid toddler head. Yeah, I yeah. didn't see it that way. I mean, she was like, you know, she was like a, you know, a super, you know, acrobatic killer, much like Wolverine is, um, or is when he's yeah. badass a lot. Unfortunately, too, too often lately, he's been like, oh, I'm feeling crappy. You know, the whole last movie yeah. um, in Canada and Japan, he's like, oh, my my powers, I'm weak. I'm, I've been weakened. I'm like, I don't want to, hey, fucking Fox, guess what? Nobody wants to see that shit. We want to see him kicking ass the whole movie. We don't want to see him getting his yep. ass kicked and being like, oh, my, my, my sciatica. No, this is, not tell what me I, ache, this is not what we want to see in a fucking <laughs> Wolverine movie. All of a sudden, he's an old Jewish man. Wolverine, how you doing? Ah, uh, I got this pain in my back, and I just can't get rid of it, no matter what I do, and, ah, uh, what do you care? Like, I'm the best there is at what I do, and what I do ain't so great. <laughs> <laughs> My shoes and I my saw glasses. this commercial on TV. <laughs> I saw this commercial on TV. I can get one of those other rounds paid for by the government. Isn't that great? Especially for me. I'm 375 years old. I need one of these things. Do those people really melt when they don't drink the soda? Oh, God, it's terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> these adamantium bones are heavy as shit. I'm tired of carrying them around. <laughs> so, so... What the fuck was I just saying? God damn it! You guys are totally uh, violence, <laughs> violent little yeah, children. Yeah. So you know, I, I didn't see her as a you know as a uh, whatever that kid's name was. Danny was it Danny? Yeah. Um, I was. I don't remember, but yeah, okay. In, in Pet Cemetery, <laughs> um, but I see her more like a fucking uh, what's that? The the Yu Yu Hakusho fucking you know from. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. There you go, from uh, yeah. uh, Kill Bill. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go 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 go. Go yeah. go, not Yu Yu. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised you guys haven't brought up Hit Girl from Kick Ass. Yeah, oh, that's a good hit, point. yeah, or Hit Girl. Well, but Hit Girl is a little more tragic than than even this. Well, they're pretty. They're both pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, it, wasn't and again it wasn't something where i was just like oh this is horrible they shouldn't have done it no it was just like as soon as i saw it i was like i get what he's saying now i i totally picked that up but it, and for me like i'm i'm just a sucker for a good action flick anyways like she's flipping around and stabbing people in the face and i'm just like okay this is awesome like i was i was good and like yeah it, it's i saw exactly where what his point was with that um it didn't hit me as much but i'm also of a different generation where that sort of thing, like, I, it's almost like the movie Clockwork Orange. Like, ult, I'm ult, ultra violence, man. Like, get, give it to me as hard as you possibly can. Like, it's Which the gorier is, the better. I'm okay with it. What she said. Freak me out. Hey. hey. Sorry <laughs> about the dog who won't shut up. Dog's like, that's a funny one, dog Mike. <laughs> the dog is really loving your Mike's jokes, got... Mike. Fucking dog, I swear. It's like this crowd is really rough. <laughs> oh. hey. 
Uh, Andy coming with the jokes. I'm so funny. Um, but like overall, you were you were pretty happy with with how they sent out um, Wolvie and and Professor X. I, I really was. Um, you know, it it had you know there was a lot of sadness involved, but you know as as it should be. You know, there they are. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a near future sort of thing. It's like twenty twenty eight or something like that when this. Uh, uh, when this movie occurs, Jesus fucking Christ! Shut the fucking dog up. Um, no dogs. No, mad. you shut up. Stop swearing, Kevin. God damn. Sorry, listeners. Um. Anyway. So uh, as so, soon yeah, as the dog like, stops and, and you start talking, it it does it again. <laughs> I know. He wants to he wants to talk on the podcast. The dog does have good comedic timing. Yeah. Uh, supposedly the dog is deaf, but I'm not quite sure that's true. Um, that's messed up, up man. <laughs> why is that messed up? I don't I just I don't know because I'm just not like what you said. I'm just imagining like this poor deaf dog, and you're yelling at it to shut up, and it's just looking at you. It's like, what are you saying to me? Like, <laughs> it's not in. Are my you house. happy to next door? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, it's your it's your neighbor, your your tenants because you're like you're Mr. Roper on uh on stupid sexy Flanders Street. So yeah, well, I'm I'm Mr. Flanders. You're Mr. Flanders. Um. Okay. So, I, I the the funny thing is that and I'm and I'm hearing this from everybody too, is all of these guys are like, okay, so this is my last time in this uh, in this role, but if they do this, I'm willing to come back. Like, um, Patrick Stewart just said that he was more than willing to do a cameo or a crossover as Professor Xavier in the FX series Legion, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. That seems to be in a, an entirely different universe, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, have, have you I, been watching it? I, I watched, like, the first three of it. I don't know how far they've gotten. I, I don't have cable anymore, because... I, I've been watching it on uh, Hulu. Yeah. Well, I will, find, I will find a place, because the internet is a wonderful glorious place where you can find just about anything for free this is true um and i will find we wouldn't have to say things like this if uh cable companies weren't such overpriced assholes with shitty shitty this is very true by the way motherfucking verizon fios so here's the thing with you know i like i finally broke down and you know because i do have a tenant you know i went and got uh uh verizon uh cable again i get TV cable, which I hadn't done in a while and had no intended intention to get again, generally speaking. But I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is a you know something to add on to the thing. But uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, hey, I'll get uh, you know I'll get the the DVR box and live like a normal human. And and frankly, I got the DVR box for one reason because CW is no longer on Hulu, or at least the 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 four CW superhero shows. Um, are no longer on Hulu starting with this season. And I'm like, what? Well, I better get a DVR. So I got the DVR. Well, for whatever reason, I have no idea what the reason is. Um, half of the time I play something off of the DVR, the shit starts kind of skipping where uh, it'll it'll freeze frame for like a yeah. full second and then and then it'll move ahead to where wherever it should have been. So it's not like it's not like it's buffering. It's just like skipping. Yeah. It's like it'll freeze and then go, and then freeze and then skip skip to where it should have yeah. been. 
can so I say, can I say though that I use I use the CW app on my phone, and then I have a uh, I have Chromecast on my TV, so I I just end up streaming. Um, or casting it to my TV and watching it that way. The only downside is you get commercials, but like the quality is is damn good. I mean, it's full HD, and like I've been able to keep up with the Flash, which is like right now it's like my only. It's the only show that I make a point of watching on TV. Like it's the only one I'm really into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like and I've been very oh. very happy with their app overall. Their app is is pretty good. Mike. So let me get this straight. You can keep up with the Flash. You've been you've been as fast as the Flash, and you've been telling us this. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Um, don't judge me, Andy. Okay. <laughs> so I have a secret to keep, and I don't want to fuck up the timeline again. Okay. Yeah, quit fucking up the timeline. Um, <laughs> that explains so much, actually. You, uh... dude. There's. I was gonna say you you picked a bad time to uh, to drop out of um, uh, The Walking Dead. By the way. We'll see. It's good. Fuck them. It's good. I'm so mad at them. I'm so are. mad at them. I know you are. There, it's it's a Kevin. It's a fucking video game, man. Like you you level up and you like I just beat this really really big boss and then you go to your next level. You're like, all right, okay, this is cool. So now we're living in a town. Okay, all right. Here's, here's some walkers. Okay, we'll take care of the walkers. Hey, wait. Here's another big bad guy. And this big bad guy says he's the baddest motherfucker on the face of the planet. And that there's no way that anybody is ever going to be better than him. But wait a minute, didn't the last guy who confronted us outside of the prison say the exact same thing after he cut off Old Man Christmas's head? Like, I'm pretty sure that, that happened, too. Like, I'm just, I'm so tired of the retread. Like, give us something different. Like, mix it up a little bit. Like, make it like, make it like that Negan has, like, a gay crush on Carl or something like that. And it's just like, you know, I'd be willing to give it all up for you, Carl. You know, like, and then Carl has to make a really tough decision. You know, do I turn gay to save all of my friends and the world? Or do I let Negan attack us because you know I like I like girls? Like, give me something different. Like, <laughs> I mean that's that's way outlandish. I know that, but like I'm just saying, like it would be it would be nice if we had a different setup for this. And I'll tell you something: um, The Walking Dead will be this next season will be on uh, Netflix, and I have Netflix, and I will watch the whole season. But like, I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not getting into this. I have to be home and I have to watch this and I have to be on time and if I miss it then I can't talk with anybody no fuck that I, I just don't care anymore they've <laughs> they've lost me right now maybe they'll bring me back but like I just, just I can't I can't do it I can't do it it's and, and they killed my favorite character man they killed Glenn like oh, Glenn no. Glenn was my boy like Glenn was like he was the everyman like if I was Asian and I was in the apocalypse that's what we, that would be me like he does everything that we've all wanted to do he stole an awesome like muscle car and drove it through Atlanta at high speeds. But not only that, he banged the farmer's daughter. There's, I mean, come on. Everybody wants to bang the farmer's daughter. That's why there's all those jokes about it. Like, like he he lived the life. And he was a badass. Remember when um, the fucking governor locked him in that room uh, with the zombies and he was tied to the chair and he broke the chair and killed the zombies with the pieces of the chair? Like, how much more badass can you get? Just saying. I love Glenn. <laughs> he also delivered pizzas at one point. I'm just... Yeah. How can you? Uh, and they tricked us too. They tricked us. We thought they were like, "Ah, Glenn's dead." Wait, no, 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 no. He was hiding under the dumpster. He's good. And then we were like, "Oh, whew, Glenn's okay. He didn't die." And then, like, what? Eight episodes later, they were like, "Ah, fuck you." He's well, no. And then, and then they were like, "Ah, we're we're gonna kill uh, fucking what's his name instead." 
Daryl. No, not Daryl, but uh, fucking Abraham. Abraham. Oh, we're, oh, they killed Abraham instead, and then the, and then fucking yeah. Uh, they're like, oh no, we're gonna kill two. You know, yeah, I would, was... I would. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good, Andy. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that I would have so much. Pers- you guys know my history with The Walking Dead. Uh, I I would give that show so much credit, and I would rewatch it gladly if they would have the balls to kill off Daryl. And actually do it in like a, the most bloody and pathetic way ever, because like he's invincible based just because the fans love him so much, and they basically are, you know, babysitting the the fans by just making sure that he can't die. Like he hasn't had a scratch on him at all. And in the comic books, Rick has had both limbs taken off by now. You know. Well, in yeah. the comic books, he lost his he lost his hand early on, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Daryl has been beat to shit actually uh, this season. He he was fucking ruined. I haven't seen it. So yeah, I okay, can't. so I'll have to watch that. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm I'm surprised, and I'm not saying I have to watch that because I'm like you know into like Daryl torture porn or anything like that. But like I'm I'm a I'm a huge believer in no character should be safe. And exactly. and, and I know we're gonna get to it when we talk about like our good ending slash bad endings to series but Battlestar Galactica was like that and like there's if you read about it they never had a, a final idea like they never knew exactly where that show was going they literally would be sitting in the writer's room and they're like well who do we want to make a Cylon today oh um, fuck I don't know and they'll just pick somebody and they would do it and then they would make it work and it was awesome like I wish they would do the same shit on The Walking Dead that there nobody is sacred nothing is safe like it really would be I was thinking that Daryl was actually going to get killed because uh, Norman Reedus started another show about motorcycles or something like that, and I figured that was a big clue. Like, okay, he's going to have his own show doing his own thing, so he won't be able to film The Walking Dead anymore, so that makes sense. He'll be one of the ones that gets killed by Negan. But, I mean, they, they definitely did a good job of keeping everybody off the trail for that. That's I, I, will, give, I will give them credit for that. Yep. So they'll have and I kind of like... do want to support him. I, I kind of want to support him too, just because. It's like, have you guys seen all this controversy over the uh, the Negan shirt that says "Eeny Meeny Miny Mo" and people are freaking out and saying that it's that it's racist? Yeah. Why? Like, Why? Why is that? Racist? Okay, so without saying yeah, without saying the actual word, uh-huh. the original song went "Eeny Meeny Miny Mo Catch a N Word by the Toe." Oh, seriously? It wasn't Catch a Tiger? I thought it was a tiger. Yes. <laughs> I always, I always knew it as a tiger too. That's what but, I thought it was I, until Pulp Fiction came around. That's, that's a, right. That's part of yeah, Pulp with Fiction. Mi- oh god, oh god, the part with the gimp. Ugh, yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, he sings that. Oh, that's with, how they chose. He says the song. He he says it with the N word oh, uh, in Pulp Fiction, but like other than that, I've never heard it in that context ever in my life. Yeah, I just figured that was just Quentin Tarantino loves the N-word. I didn't think yeah, that had that too. With, with anything other than that. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, but, like, and just because of things like that. And then, like, not only that, people got really, really, really upset because of how brutal and violent that first episode of the season was with the head bashing in and, like, Glenn's eyeball, like, bugging out of his skull. Like, people rough. were really offended by that. But, like, what it was, but at the same time, too... It's The Walking Dead. Like, yeah, isn't that why you watch the show to begin with? Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. 
I, I mean, and, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I read an article about it when I first got into it, um, which you can read on comicsonline.com. Um, I wrote an article when I first got into the show saying that it was, like, the most masochistic show that I had ever read in my life. Because, it, like, it, if you liked something or you hoped that somebody was going to get free and you liked a happy ending, don't fucking watch this show because it's not going to happen. And maybe this is all, like, you know, Kirkman's way of telling us that um, real life isn't happy and it's, and it's just about survival. And, like, it really puts you in a really dark place if you think about it. But, like, if you kind of disassociate yourself with it, you're just like, well, I like watching people get blown up and I like watching people get hacked to death with machetes. Like, then you're you're good. It's your it's your it's your jam. Well, Mike, just just to 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 whet your appetite for when you come back for for the rest of season seven, just just know that in episode 12, this this past uh, week. Uh, yep. We had we had uh, is mostly Rick and Michonne, and Rick and Michonne. You know they're out searching for uh, supplies, mostly guns. You know their guns is their aim, and they find uh, a uh, a school that had been having a carnival, and then some, uh, and then like uh, the National Guard or whatever showed up and had a can had an encampment there. And so you've got yep. you've got zombies of all three of those kinds. School children. Yeah. Carnival goers. Yeah. And National Guard. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that like one of my favorite episodes um, of the last season, it was Abraham. I can't, I can't remember the whole episode, but it was the scene where Abraham was, was um, they found like a National Guard armory or something like that, right? And Abraham was out walking around and he sees a um, he sees a rocket launcher like hanging off of like a zombie and like he's trying to get to it and he can't get to it and like he's just freaking out and he's getting mad and then like the zombies basically just like deteriorates and falls off of the bridge onto the ground and just like goes splat and he's just like oh well now I have a rocket launcher like it's just this like <laughs> it's this moment that I think like everybody has had in their life where you were like frustrated and mad because you couldn't get what you want and then you just step back for a second and you take a deep breath and the problem just kind of solves itself and you're like oh well okay there we are yep there was yeah. uh, and I'm kind of sad that... that he's gone because I really liked him yeah me too yeah both both him and Glenn were you know were, were good and probably uh, dare I say it uh, maybe even better than Daryl so listeners if you disagree you can just uh, <sighs> You can email podcast at comicsonline.com or or lambaste us on the uh, on the Twitters or the Facebooks. Um, uh, but so with regard to to other shows ending, and we talked about BSG. Yeah. I love the ending of BSG. Um, I feel like I was like one of the only people who was who was satisfied with that. I was also one of the only people who was satisfied, and, and you know, longtime listeners of this show. Uh, we'll remember that I was one of the few people on the show who who liked the ending to Lost. I, you know, and my what? my question to everybody is like, okay, what would you have done differently? You know, knowing knowing what you know up until you know up until th- that episode, or uh, you know, even saying a couple, you know, halfway through that season, what the hell were you going to do different? That would have, oh my god, that would have just wowed me and said, oh, that's a way better ending. Because I have oh. no idea what that is. I can I can end it better. Yeah. Um, it turns out that they were all the dream 
of a doctor's uh, autistic son, yeah, and he was staring done. at a snow globe. Yeah, yeah, it's been done. Oh, it has? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Damn it. I haven't Aliens. seen the ending of uh, of Lost, but uh, it, it, they were all dead, right? That was the the, the ending. Well, they they were they were eventually dead. They weren't the, the, like the final season. They were dead, but the the rest of it, they weren't. The uh, I would say that they would in the they were in the Bermuda Triangle or something. That would have been my guess. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but, you know that's my I mean, two cents. Well. That that show had so many so many plot holes and so many unanswered questions, and in Lost's defense, they got f- fucked big time by the writers' strike that happened. They really and did, yeah. The show was humming along, and like the, the same thing happened to Nip Tuck too. Um, it was just humming along. The writers' strike happened, and, and then they just lost all of their steam that they had, and it's it sucked. And it's it's one of those things that we're, a lot of people just don't realize how much of an effect that actually had on TV. In fact, if you don't like uh, reality television, you can thank the writer's strike for that because in, the industry was so tired of the the issue. They were like, well, why don't we just make it so that we don't have to hire writers? And if we do hire writers, we're just um, we're paying them squat because it's just going to be a bunch of like idiots from New Jersey fighting over uh, where they're going to go clubbing tonight uh, at the beach. Like it's that literally is what ended up happening. But also too, all the production. Goes- guys all your cameramen all your lighting guys they all were like well if the writers make less money then we can go make more money doing this by ourselves because there'll be more money for us and the writers were like dude this is a solidarity thing we should all be together and the writers and the like the the tech guys were like well fuck you man we'll just go make money doing this somewhere else you petty little writers you know have your little parties over there like it, it became a huge thing like and it, it, we're still seeing the ripple effects from it and i don't know if hollywood will ever really be the same now because of it well, I, I think that the the biggest thing that I noticed uh, that that changed after that is, you know, all of these shows would do, you know, twenty two, twenty four, twenty six episodes uh, back, you know, before the writer strike, and then all of a sudden we're fucking British, you know, where a uh, now unless you're supernatural or something like that, um, everybody. You know, seems like every other show, you know, sixteen episodes. I was like, wow, that's a long season. Whereas, you know, before then, no, no, you know, it was in, it was always in the twenties, you know, and uh, you know, if you go back even you know decades, then it would be way more than that. Um, <clears throat> like, if you go and look at the uh, the initial seasons of uh, Power Rangers, those were like like forty some episodes in that in a season. You're like, what? Yeah, um, I, yeah, I but that didn't tell a cohesive story. That, that's not a prime time show. That's a that's a kid show. But you know, I'm just saying this is this is the sort of thing that that we used to get in shows. Whereas today, you know, it's it's ten you know ten shows or twelve shows or thirteen shows for you know for all of our favorite shows um, yeah. are are anywhere between ten and sixteen episodes. You know, and that just which really isn't anyways. a bad thing either. Well, it really depends. You know, it depends. It's on really what not it a bad thing. It depends on what it is. Yeah, I mean, there are certain shows still, like like um, Supernatural, for instance, has is still chugging along on the old format, and so is like The Flash, for instance. So is Green Arrow or Arrow, yeah. uh, Legends of Tomorrow. All the stuff on the CW is doing that old format, but like I kind of wouldn't mind if they went to what like what Netflix is doing, for instance. Here's and like with your Marvel stuff on Netflix is, is real streamlined for the most part, but even those those could get less because there's like what 
13 episodes in those, they could probably cut those down to eight or nine, and, and it would be even better. Well, you know, and sometimes you say that. Like, um, you know, if you look at uh, Luke Cage, for example, there were a couple of episodes in there with the uh, with the second big boss. Um, I forget what he, what his name was, but the, the super Copperhead. Guy, Copperhead. <clears throat> Not the not the awesome mob boss, but him. the but the the asshole with the powers, um, the, the half the half brother, yeah, the half brother. That guy was a piece of shit, and I fucking hated his character. He was terrible. Like the other guy, you know, he didn't have powers, but he was fucking awesome. Like he was a great, you know, you you understood why he did what he did, and you know, very similar to Kingpin, where you're like, oh, you kind of understood that character and and his motivations whereas the other guy was just like ha ha i'm gonna be crazy and violent and ah and i'm like you know i, I realize this is a comic <laughs> book show but do you really have to be a four color creation um you know we've we've gone beyond that you know this is not you know this is fucking you know marvel netflix shows this isn't uh uh you know we're not watching powerless you know um which, by the way, Powerless is funny, you know, and the characters are, you know, very two-dimensional. But that's that's the point. That's the joke. That's part of the joke. Um. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I I, I get it. It's and it's. I think that. Um. And actually, too, it, what's interesting too is what people are saying right now now about, um, about Iron Fist. Have you been reading the reviews of Iron Fist? Yeah. Like um, people are 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 trashing Iron Fist hard. Oh yeah, I've like they're saying it is not that. good. Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna watch it because I don't care one way or the other. But like, yeah, um, I just in, in general, I'm kind of surprised. I'm surprised because they've been so good, and we were all kind of saying this too. We're like, when was the shoe finally gonna drop for Marvel with this stuff? Because every, everything has been so well received. This seems to be it. But that's the other thing too is they, they're only, they're releasing this in pieces, aren't they? Where you're getting like the first half of the season, then you're gonna get the second half of the season later. I don't believe so. No, they don't. They release the whole season yeah, all well, one day. The thing, if you are if you're previewing it, like so, those yeah. people like Matt, for example, from Gods yeah. Online, yeah. who has who has you know gotten to preview it, he previewed the first, I believe, six episodes. Now that's just because that's what they released to the press. They didn't um, they didn't release more than that. And, and Matt hasn't said much as far as uh, you know, good or bad. Um, you know, I think he was. You know, just basically communicated to me that he was just happy to be watching it. Um, uh, oh, what I wanted to say before uh, before I go into some Iron Fist stuff is uh, yeah, the the thing that I like about your Supernatural and other other shows like that that have a longer format is that those those longer formats allow you to have um, these little one off episodes where you can go and say. We're going to go and do a comedy episode, and Supernatural is very well known for this, where they'll do, generally twice a season, they're going to do a comedy episode. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I would love to see the same thing happen on a lot of other shows, but that's only, you know, granted, that's only a couple of episodes a season, and so what do you do with the rest? Well, you can have, you know, you can have yeah. character-centric things, you know, you can go off on a side character and give that you know that uh, side character a focal episode to flesh out their character, which I felt I like you're The Walking Dead has really done a good job at that. You know that's what that's what Lost used to do at the beginning, where you know you would have a uh, an episode that was uh, dedicated to one or two characters, um, 
and and very little out you know it was it was dedicated to uh fleshing out the backstories of these these characters and, and letting us know you know where they came from and we yeah. got that in uh in the walking dead with with eugene recently um but anyway, back to where we're where we're at now with uh, with Iron Fist. I I've seen a lot of people complain that uh, two things: one, that it's um, too close to Arrow. Like, oh, we've seen this before. But you know, hey, yeah, those were yeah, they have similar origins. I get it. That's true. Um, and then the other, you know, the other minus is, oh, here we go again. We've got a white guy going in and and learning some martial arts and then and but and, he, and he's the baddest ass ever oh gee what how amazing is it that it's a white guy who's better than any of the the asians who he learned it from which on one yep. hand i get um <laughs> because you know at face value that is just as much bullshit as it sounds um but yep. on the other hand it's like well this is what the story is and you know and this is this is i mean the, it's not in ignorance of that i mean it that that does affect this character and i'm hoping that 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 it affects the character in the the new netflix version you know more than ever i hope people you know i hope the show is uh you know really fucking illustrates that like hey you know here he is you know the uh the the rich the rich white kid, the rich blonde kid, goes off to, you know, and oh, there's an some something happens, and he's stranded in Asia, and he learns martial arts, and he beats the dragon. Oh, spoilers! He beats the dragon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a spoiler at this point. I mean, not that's, that people that's, listen that's to this the show. That's the barest so. of origin stories. Um, but yep. and I hope I hope we see that. I hope it's not just here we are in modern day fucking hell's kitchen and and we're going to go and 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 that's it and it's the a backstory that's simply told in a you know yeah. cartoon or something like that. That well, would be disappointing. I had read that like one of the big gripes that people are having is the the choreography and the fight scenes are just not good. Really? And overall yeah that yeah that was something that i read that kind of shocked me and and i read a really interesting theory behind it they were saying that like comparing it to daredevil daredevil's fight scenes i mean and, and i think all three of us can agree on this those are some of the best fight scenes i've ever seen in They're anything amazing. period yeah mm-hmm. and they said that this might actually be the reason because danny rand is danny rand always like he doesn't have a mask he's just there he is white dude with his curly blonde hair kicking ass and taking names right he can't have a stunt double like Matt Murdock can because he's in a mask. You can put a dude in a black ninja costume like they, they had, like he was in the first season and have him kick ass and you could be somebody else. You would never even know. But with him, he has to do all of his own stunt work and he has to do all, all of his own choreography. He has to do all of his own fights. So basically what people are saying is, is like the, the bar has been set so high from things like that, but also from things like John Wick like anybody who's seen the John Wick movies can say that like the special effects and the fighting and the choreography there, they're not as overly elaborate as a lot of other movies, but they're really, really, really good. And they're saying that it's noticeably different because of that. So maybe that's going to get fixed because again, the reviewers are only seeing the first six episodes and maybe that's something that we'll see as the series progresses. I'm hoping that the second half of the series is better. Um, but honestly, I'll probably enjoy it no matter what. Cause I've, I've, people were not, can um 
Luke Cage. They they didn't like Luke Cage. I I didn't have a problem with Luke Cage. I enjoyed it. I still like Daredevil more, but um, I didn't see where everybody's issue was with with Luke Cage. That that kind of blew me away as well. I heard some people who were saying, you know, oh, it's you know, it's all black all the time, and I'm like, duh. And then I've heard other people saying, uh, it's not they they did black wrong. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> <Never>. well. <laughs> I can't really speak to that, you know, being as though, you know, I'm super not. Um, but it's I, it seems like with that many, you know, uh, you know, actors, you know, where almost all the actors are black, why would how would they get away with doing it wrong? I don't understand that part. You know, that that observation. Um, which yep. is not to say that they're not right. I just I don't understand how they would get to that, not only get to that with the production, but also get to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, let's, let's move into some of the other shows that, um, were either that we were really, really happy with, or we were not happy with. Um, I want to get into, to Star Trek because I've got three opinions on three of the series. Like I never, I never watched Deep Space Nine. I I just never got into it. So I don't, I don't really know how that ended and I don't really care. I want to watch it sometime. Um, I mean, it's on Netflix. I'll probably check it out at some point. But like, um, for me, I, I grew up on the original series movies, not not the original series, because that never really had a proper ending either. But that was the '60s. You know, things were different back then with with TV shows. Um, but like the movies to to go out the way they did on Star Trek VI, I thought was was a fantastic. It was one of my favorite Star Trek movies of all time. Which one was? And six? it was. Six was uh, undiscovered country. That's where there it was the Klingon assassination oh, uh, yeah, coup. I like that one. Where, yeah, that one was was fucking fantastic. Um, it pissed me off that William Shatner had to be such an egomaniacal butt plug that he was like, "Put me in the next movie too. Put me in Generations." And it was like, because then he fucked it up. Because like for all right there, you have the Enterprise flying off into space, you know, second star on the right and straight on until morning. What a great way to end as they fly into, you know, the into space indefinitely for all you know. But no, they had to bring him back and they had to have this, uh, you know, this death scene that was totally lame, by the way. Like, Captain Captain Kirk was a badass and you have him just essentially, like, fall off a mountain and that's how he dies? That's bullshit. Yeah. And it really kind of, it left a sour taste in my mouth because I loved Kirk so much as a kid. And then to see him basically as a, a fat old man die from falling off of a mountain made me mad. I think I, <laughs> I, what I heard from somebody, I want to say it was Jeopardy. Josh told me that the um, that uh, William Shatner wrote another Star Trek book about Kirk, where you, he where did. We, where we find out that that Kirk survived that and goes on and you know. I, I read I read that book. I've I've read that book and it sucks. So he didn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Somehow I'm not he surprised. didn't survive. He didn't survive. So here's here's the bullshit. Okay, so it turns out that the Romulans and the Borg form a pact, and they work together, and they dig up Kirk's body and resurrect him with Borg technology, and it's so fucking lame. And like, the Enterprise is destroyed because that happened in the last movie. So they end up giving like essentially the Defiant, like they they rechristen the Defiant as a as the Enterprise. And, like, it's just so ham-handed and and cheesy and lame. And, like, Kirk ends up going, like... So, this is the one cool thing that he did with that book. The one thing I'll give William Shatner credit for. Is he ended up tying V'ger from the original motion picture to the Borg. 
and that and Vidra was came from the Borg, and it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Hmm. And yeah. he basically goes to the Borg planet and like just essentially like flips a switch and turns off the Borg. Like that's how he stops him. That's how he kills the Borg. He turns the off switch, and I was like, that sucks. Like it was, ugh. and and Shatter. I mean, he can't write. Like he just ugh, fuck. Like this, I mean, I was like thirteen, and I read this book, and I'm still pissed now. Just thinking back on it, I'm like that 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 ending was bullshit, and William Shatner can't write, and it's been well, yeah, he co- twenty two years co- wrote, since I read uh, that shit, and I'm still pissed. He co- wrote the fifth movie, and that was fucking garbage. So, uh, did you know that uh, that ending in Generations could have been a lot worse? Because apparently, Kirk wanted uh, Shatner wanted to say. Uh, bridge on the captain when he died. <laughs> oh, lame. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, so. The original, I, I wish I, I was joking, but. He wanted to uh, say bridge uh, on the captain? He wanted to say because bridge the on the captain. Bridge fell on him and that's what killed him. Yeah. Right. Mm. Oh, my God. So like, it could have been it could have been worse. Well, they, they actually, at one point, too, um, they had the original thing is, um, what's his name? Um, Malcolm McDowell just shot him in the back, and that's how he died. And that that would have that would have sucked. Like you want to talk about like yeah. un ceremoniously way, ceremoniously way to kill you know the biggest name in Star Trek. Like, that would have been the way to do it. Like, but like, um, okay. So I thought six was a great way for them to go out. I thought Generations was bullshit for Kirk. Um, the the next generation when they ended that series, I. I haven't gone back and watched it. So, like, I watched it when it originally happened, which would have been, like, what, 90, 95, 96, something like that? I think that you um, 90, Okay, somewhere in that range, though. And I remember watching it, and I remember thinking, like, this is okay. It's all right. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't blow me away. It was just like, eh, all right, well, good enough. Um, however, I've actually been going back on, on Netflix and watching all of Voyager. And fuck, I love Voyager. Voyager, I think, might be my favorite series. Um, I really like the ending for Voyager. And um, first off, like, Catherine Janeway gets the Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner award for, like, like lifetime achievement. Because she says some of the most badass one-liners in that series. Like... When she's fight, they're they're fighting the Krenum time ship, right? And like they realize that if they destroy the time ship, it'll reset the whole timeline. So she sets Voyager on a collision course, and she crashes it into the Krenum time ship. And right before the Voyager blows up with the Krenum time ship, she goes, "Time's up." Like it, I was like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" When she ends up like she ends up like infecting the Borg with like a neurolytic pathogen, and like she infects it, infects herself, and then allows herself to be assimilated, and it basically like shuts down the Borg. And, like, as the Borg Queen is laying there, falling apart, dying, Janeway turns to her and looks at her and goes, must have been something you ate. I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh, Janeway! Oh, I fucking yeah. love you! You're the best! Yeah. So, I mean, for, for Star Trek, the, I just wanted to hit on those real quick. And then, uh, Andy, we'll give you a chance, man, if you got any in particular that you either loved or hated. Uh, the one that it just popped in my head that really pissed me off is the ending of Quantum Leap. That really pissed me off. Oh, I loved it. It makes you me, love the ending of Quantum makes, Leap. Yeah, it makes me a little, little sad, a little weepy, but yeah, I loved it. I just, I hate how 
ambiguous and vague that it is. Like, uh, look, and this is coming from me, Mister. You know, I'm like super fucking, uh, you know, atheist, right? And and basically, the ending of Quantum Leap spoilers for something that happened 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, but basically, he meets God in the uh, restaurant at the end of the universe, and and so, you know, and he's like, you know, and, and God is the bartender, right? And you know, and it's not specifically said that it's God, but we know that that's what's fucking going on. Mm. And, and you know, so bartender God says, uh, you know, so, you know, really, here's what you, you know, you can, uh, you can be done. You can go back to your life, you know, right where I picked you up to begin with. Um, and, uh, you know, you've earned it. You know, you can have a great life and, and you can be done with this. Or you can go on helping people. And, uh, you know, and, you know, and Sam goes on helping people. That's the end. I just, maybe I just want more, but I don't know. I, I didn't care for well, that's, it myself. Well, that's like fucking second start of the right and straight on till morning, man. That isn't, that, that's an ambiguous yeah. yet fucking, you know, satisfying ending to me. You know well, what, like, Kevin? There is no Easter Bunny. Over there is just a guy in a suit. <laughs> And I am, and I'm satisfied with that as well. Um, I, I if you want to talk comics, I can, I can bring. I mean, up I can... my my favorite uh, non endings. Um, now, now, Andy, your favorite non endings. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Um, when it comes to endings of, of uh, you know long running comic comic books, you know there are some things where I was like. I'm not quite sure if I love this ending. Like Sandman, I, you know, I love Sandman, but I'm not quite. Sure. You know, even today, I'm like, I don't know about that ending. Um, and then when it comes to uh, Preacher, um, I, you know, the I, here's here's the funny thing. I read the second to the last episode of Preacher, thinking that that was the last episode, and uh, it was it was basically uh, the uh, you know. Everybody that had ever been in this this fucking series um, is all running at each other, guns blazing, or what you know, effectively. So, like you know, and and our heroes are right in the middle, and uh, and basically it ends with "Oh shit, we're fucked." And you know, and that that's that's my you know decade old fucking recollection of it but basically that's that's what's going on and i thought yeah. that was the ending of the series and i was very satisfied with that ending i'm fine with the ambiguity it's just like whatever they they died or they didn't um and i was fine with that but then there was you know they had a whole nother issue where they you know where we got uh, our our real ending and i felt that the exact same way about um uh, Marvel did three series, um, uh, Earth X, Universe X, and Paradise X. Now, they kind of went off went off the rails with Paradise X, but Earth X, um, the original one, uh, was a really good, um, really good, I think it was like 12 issues. But I didn't realize that it was like, uh, like Earth X 0 or O was the first one, and then it was 1 through 10, and then... You know, okay, ten is the last one. We're done, and I had forgotten there was an O, and then it ended on Earth X X. That was you know number X, or really number X I X I I if we're doing it right, fucking Marvel. Jeez. Um, and, 
but I, but, I forgot. But Marvel that... XXX is spilled with nothing but naked superheroes. Oh, and you know what? I gotta <laughs> give boning. give it fucking give, give give it some applause where applause is due when it comes to uh, both Vivid and whatever that other company is who who do you know? I don't care about you know. Unlike Mike, who you know, I I I, I you know, I don't really care if my generally speaking, I don't care if my um, uh, p- pornographic uh, artists shall we say, are wearing spandex. I mean, it's, it's fine if they are, but, you know, that's not something that where I'm like, hey, I gotta have some of that. Um, but what they do do well is fucking, their costumes are amazing. You know, they, uh, for for years now, they've had more accurate costumes than than we've seen in any of the, the, the real sanctioned movies. Wait a second. Hang on. Hold, hold up. What is what is my issue with this? <laughs> oh, you you posted recently something. You don't had you didn't have an issue. You just you you said that you had appreciated that was that was one of the styles of uh, of adult entertainment that you enjoyed was uh, the the spandex oh, style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that isn't so much the spandex type. Like the thing that I that I always dig is like when like you said, like there was there was a Batman one. And was fighting Nightwing, and it was because Nightwing was, like, um, tricked by Poison Ivy, right? And, like, their costumes were dead on, and, like, the dude even sounded like Batman. And, like, they fought, and, like, Nightwing's like, I'm my own man, and then after, like, Batman walks away, like, Poison Ivy's like, see, you are your own man, and let me reward you by, you know, doing sexy stuff. And it it was like, I was like, oh, snap. Like, it was, it, it was, again, it looked like a movie up until that point, one that I liked, what, there was uh, there was one with uh, where all the characters were terrible, but the Black Widow was particularly hot. Like, I liked her face. Um, she actually kind of reminded me of somebody I know. Um, which, uh, but, you know, the other costumes were just terrible. It was like, uh, it was like a fucking Walmart Ultron. <laughs> I, um... I saw one that was Ninja Turtles based, and the costumes were actually fairly impressive. Uh, they actually looked like almost identical to the ones from the first movie, but just not as good. Yeah, and they still had to add that big swinging turtle dick hanging there. But <laughs> which? But the funny thing was, is like the I can't believe we're talking about this. the The turtles really didn't do anything. It was basically just. Uh, uh, April and Casey Jones, and the Turtles just, like, sort of had, I don't know, like, they just stood there and watched pretty much. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I think I saw one that was that was April and Casey, you know, just some clip. The funny thing was that the actress's name is April O'Neil. Oh, so, right, right. Yeah, I think, hang I, on. I think we've taken a photo of her in person at Comic-Con. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Yeah, the Star, yeah, the, there was a Star Wars one, man. Where it, there was like a, she was like a female version of Dar- of uh, Darth Maul that was like, again, I, I'm watching this and I'm like, all right, this will be funny and it'll just be something to laugh at. And then I'm like, oh wait, didn't realize I was into this. All right, well, <laughs> let's keep watching. Like it, I, it was, it, it, I think Kevin's got a point though that they actually sometimes have better costuming than than the actual movies do. Yeah, I think uh, as long as we're going full night with this topic, the the best one, in my opinion, is the one that we've all made jokes about. Uh, it's the Spider-Man upside-down kiss, but Spider-Man goes down a little lower. 
Oh, I've not seen that one, I don't think. Was it good? Wow. Way to go, Spidey. It's pretty nice. Nice. The guy Are must have... It must have been great, because the dude's blood must have rushed right to his head. So he was probably in euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's quickly um, change the topic before wh- wh- we... Where we, were go- we were going somewhere with this before we... I don't know. Kind of okay, um... Topic. Another another show that I did not care for the ending for, uh, Roseanne. I did not like the ending to Roseanne. Oh, that whole last season was such bullshit. Yeah, the whole thing was a fragmentation, and John Goodman was dead. Did not like that. Yeah, because like the final season, the final season, they like they won the lottery and they moved into this like big mansion and like all this other stuff, and everything went good. And then it turns out that Roseanne had just been, like, the last episode was her just, like, reminiscing on, like, the day you died of that heart attack, Dan, was the worst day ever, and our family fell apart, and blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, wait, so all of that was, what? Like, it was it, it was real, real shitty. Like, it was, I saw where they were going with it, they were trying to do something arty, but, like, that wasn't what the show was. And that was really out of character and out of, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't fit with the rest of the show. Well, the thing that I- appealed to me to the characters was the fact they were like lower middle class people who were trying to get by and that's one of the things that 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 even though they didn't have a whole lot they still made the best of it and they made comedic situations out of it then you had the whole lottery subplot and and all that i think they should have just had the thing where dan did die and then just show what would happen afterwards because that's basically part of how you deal with things like you know i i'm i'm getting kind of personally here my dad just passed away recently and it's it's that awkward transition be something to relate to for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's that was and that was a show that people could relate to, and that's what made it great. And to to do that at the end and, and completely change what it meant is, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I hated that ending. And like another one, um, in a different realm though, an ending that really pissed me off. Um, was the uh, was the show with uh, Jason Lee? My name is Earl. Because it had a cliffhanger at the end of the season, but then it never got renewed for another season. So it just was like, there's all these questions. You're like, what the fuck? And then they, it never gets answered. But on the flip side, if you want a good version of that kind of cliffhanger, Kevin, one uh, show that we both absolutely love to death that that ended on on a cliffhanger. The series ended on a cliffhanger, and that's Terriers. Terriers oh, yeah. did their they did their series finale as a season finale, but it was so ambiguous that it worked as a series finale too, because it's like, well, what are these guys actually going to do after this? And it was, it was really, really good. And, and it was artfully done. And like, they had no idea they were going to get canceled and it, it still ended up coming off perfectly. Yeah. Well, whenever Mike actually gets a chance to come out to San Diego with me, uh, Michael, I'll, I'll take you on a tour of Terrier's shooting locations. Hooray! Hooray! I'm excited about this. Yeah. I have no clue what Terriers is. Uh, it's Donald Logue. And... Oh, Andy. Andy, I have the whole series on um, uh, 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 on my external hard drive. I will share it with you, my friend. <laughs> Yay! This is this is happening. Like we're gonna make this happen. I do like Donald Logue, though. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, good. he's he's pretty he's pretty freaking awesome. Um. Kevin, what um, series, TV shows, uh, movies? Like, what? what give, give me one that you really that you really liked, and then one that you really didn't like. Um, 
Oh, and then to finish up what I was saying about uh, Earth X, the 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 penultimate yep. uh, thing. All right. You had you had Franklin Richards, right? Who you know in the Marvel universe this is Mr. Fantastic's son. Frank, you know he's uh, he's supposedly imbued with vast cosmic power, and uh, his parents are like trying to keep him from fucking freaking out and being like a supervillain or just blowing up the Earth or something like that. Well, uh, in in Earth X. We finally, we, we finally have, uh, you know, th- th- everything is, is fucked up, and, uh, and, and Reed has, uh, has Black Bolt uh, yell for Franklin at the very end, and, and that, if you know, if you read the whole thing, you're realizing, oh shit, you know, this is, you know, everything has gone to hell, and this is a fucking last straw situation. Um, and I thought, and that's how that that issue ended. And I thought that's how the the, the series was going to end. And I was like, wow, that's fucking bold as shit, you know? Where you're just like, you know, that's just pulling the pin on the fucking, you know, Earth destroying bomb sort of thing. Um. Uh. Anyway, so uh, other things that that had endings. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, like I'll give you, I'll give you one because um, I'll give you one that I really liked, and I want to see what both of you guys think about uh, this because a lot of people fucking hated it, um, and that was Matrix, Matri- uh, the Matrix Revolutions. I actually liked the ending to it. I thought it was good. Uh, by the time we got there, we had been kind of drug along through, uh, you know, through the second one. Um, I, I didn't mind it. I I was happy just with the ending of the first uh, movie. Um, yeah. But I, it, it was fine. Um, I don't blame them for for ending it that way. It it made sense. I mean, in that crazy world, yeah, you know, for anything to make sense, okay, fine. But uh, yeah, that's. I, I was I was good with it. It didn't. Uh, you know, I wasn't jumping for joy or cursing it. Okay, Andy, what, you, what was your take on it? Um, it was it, kind of similar, to Kevin's. It was it was all right, but like it didn't like be like, oh man, that was so freaking great. It was just like, oh, all right, that's that, that's okay. <laughs> it's not a yeah. It wasn't answer. like it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like man, what an ending! It was like man, that was an ending. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Like it didn't piss me That's off or anything, the- but, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just like, I kind of like, I don't know, I, I wasn't different to it. It wasn't terrible, yeah. but it wasn't great either. So, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like the, I just remember going to see that movie, walking out of it, and being like, "That was cool." And there were so many people that were like, "I didn't get it," and I just, it was the first time that I remember specifically walking out of a movie. And being like, how dumb are people really that they didn't understand that when the positive and the negative combine, that's what resets everything. But that's also how he gets to the like. They they told you that you had to get back to the source, and that by uh, never mind, forget it. Like I just I didn't (laughs) want to explain it to people because it didn't it didn't seem that complex, and people made it way more complex than it had to be. Like, well, to be fair, I had to like the first movie. I had to watch a few times before I understood it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, the the, so I, uh, the guy with the big words that comes out in the second one, and he's also in the third one. You know, I, he just threw off a lot of people, and people just kind of threw in the towel and just said, "Well, I'm gonna wa- wait for some explosions, and that's that's all I can do now." I literally remember saying, oh, "The fucking, the fucking, 
I was just gonna say, like, when I saw that in theater, I literally remember saying, like, after the five minute mark of him saying all this shit, I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> the yeah. only thing I remember that really stuck out was the part where every Neo says, bullshit! That's, like, the yeah. only part that I remember from that. <laughs> when he, he was like, yeah, because he's like, he's like, ergo, vis-a-vis, concordantly, yeah, the architect, yeah. But, like, the best part about that is, is, um, Sean William Scott, who played Stifler in uh, American Pie, and Justin Timberlake hosted the MTV Movie Awards that the year that that movie came out, and they spoofed that. And Will Ferrell was the architect, and it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. It was just him going, "Ergo, visa v concordantly." You know what? I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just making this shit up. And like, <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll send you guys the link to the video. But like, if, if for all of you out there listening, if you've never seen it, like we'll share it on Comics Online at some. point point but it, it's it's pretty fucking funny and um it, that actually that did the same thing to the matrix that galaxy quest did to star trek when the spoof is better than the original you got a problem <laughs> well and this i prefer the scary movie 3 version with george carlin as the architect oh yeah. Ooh, that sounds nice <laughs> I, I, I don't remember seeing scary movie th- 3 i think i just yeah. stopped with the first one yeah, I I don't care for Scary Movie 3, but man, anytime I see George Carlin, I'm happy to see him. For sure. Yeah, the best Scary Movie was the second one, though, with Chris Elliott with the with the little hand. Like, <laughs> take my strong hand! <laughs> I don't remember the hand so much as um, I remember the uh, the right-headed chick. I got a, I got a med crush oh, yeah. on her. Yeah, well, she was, in, she was on uh, 90210 back in the day, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember her name to save my life, but, you know, I would it, date it her so matter. hard. <laughs> that, that's all that matters, Andy. Nobody remembers <laughs> sir, for anything other than being hot. Um, okay, so let's talk, because Star Wars is kind of funny because it doesn't really end ever. It just keeps, like, so I kind of broke it into different segments. Like, your original trilogy, I, I felt like now as an adult, R- Return of the Jedi is kind of disappointing. But as a kid, I thought that shit was awesome. Because the good, everything, everybody was happy. Everybody walked away winners, you know? It was great. Um but then, like, going back, looking at it as an adult, I was like, that's kind of bullshit. And a lot of it was kind of cheesy, and there were a lot of things that really could have been done di- differently. But Revenge of the Sith, since that's the most recent trilogy to finish, it, it was flawed. It could have been better. But I still feel like it was really satisfying. Like, all of it, the, the dialogue sucked at points. Um, parts of it were cheesy. But, like, to see him get his, to see Anakin get his legs chopped off, lit on fire, and then get into the suit. There was something really gratifying about that. It was just like, okay, now we know why he's in the suit, and he actually killed his own wife. Okay. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. It all makes sense now. And it's... It was, it was at least... It left you walking away from it and being like, okay, this was this was pretty decent. This could have been better overall, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, George Lucas. Good enough, bud. Thanks. Thanks I... for taking all my money. I felt the opposite about that one. Um, by the end, by the end of the second one, by the end of episode two, I was like, "Ah, uh, this is not good." And then episode three comes out, and uh, I, you know, I, I am not normally the guy who's who's uh, fucking downloading stuff, but I was like, you know, I had heard the the advanced things, you know, just heard nothing good about it, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna download this, so I downloaded it and watched it. Watched it at home, um, and yep. it was terrible. It was. Uh, I 
I I felt like you know even even though I had paid nothing for it but my time I felt like yeah. I was ripped off. Um, you know yeah. it it has I mean it's if you just have it for nice visuals because you know you got the sound off then great. But yeah. you want to watch yeah. that it has a the story is terrible. Uh, the dialogue yeah. is worse. It's yeah. it's just not good from beginning to end, and it's just a, just a huge disappointment and uh, an embarrassment to me as a Star Wars fan. Um, I, I I would much I rather can, I would I watch a hundred hours of fucking episode one podcast racing than I would ever watch fucking episode <laughs> three again. Podcast racing. <laughs> did I say podcast? Just racing? us against other. You did, you did, yeah. Just like just us against other podcasting. Who's faster? <laughs> we'll do it. We gotta finish our podcast for Joe Rogan's. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we we, we um, just we just I, get I, in our vehicles and race them on the streets. We're gonna do that. Uh, uh, anybody listening who has a, has their own podcast, we will race you. We'll race you. We will race you. We're looking at you, yes. drunken peasants. On yeah. on Bunta on Bunta E, we're gonna race you. Um, I, I get what you're saying because I mean you're you're appealing to the nerd side of me because I mean you're talking to a guy who the most popular podcast he did in his old show before I joined Comics Online was me rewriting the entire prequel trilogy. So I get it, I totally get it. But like just from the standpoint of we've got to have we got to find out why this motherfucker was in the suit in the first place and how it all happened. That that's what I mean. Like as as far as the satisfaction factor was for me, it was like all right. At least I got to see it. It may it could have been better. Of the whole package could have been better. But like when you're comparing these three pieces of shit together, that last piece of shit was a little bit better than the other two pieces of shit. Like it was. I mean, we're talking about like. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're comparing things and how badly they sucked. This one sucked the less, the least of of the three, and then. <laughs> This Again, is the most pleasant dump I could ever have in my life. It, exactly. This is the this is the most enjoyable bout of dysentery I've ever had. Like it was like that. I enjoy shitting and vomiting at the same time more than the last time. So there you go. Weird. <laughs> I just God. I hope. I hope the next. I hope this trilogy that they're doing now. I hope the last Jedi is good, and I hope whatever Episode Nine is. I hope that's good too, because I don't know if my heart can take another bad, shitty trilogy. Like I don't know if it can happen. Yeah, no shit. Eh. Oh, I survived yeah. Man of Steel. Um, I can, I can handle another bad Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about any others, because oh, 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 we had fan involvement on Facebook. Let's talk about that, because we had some people who gave us some of their picks as well that they thought could have been better or that they really, really enjoyed. So let's go ahead and pull those up right now. We um, do love so, it when our fans send send us their picks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. That's cute. <laughs> so, and I actually, I think this, I think this person is a friend of yours, Kevin, and this is Amara Lee Brenner. Is that correct? Uh-huh. She, she is I'm a friend of yours, right? I'm not saying send nudes, but I'm not telling you not to either. <laughs> no one's going to stop you if you do. Um, she said that uh, the best is uh, Phineas and Ferb, where they were all adults. And, um, I mean, as a, as a dad, I've seen this episode, and I agree with her. She said, uh, I don't know, but it's the first cartoon that ever made me teary-eyed. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was like, 
it was pretty moving, and seeing them all as, as adults was kind of cool. Uh, I, she said the Madman series finale. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I never saw the ending to it. I remember uh, announcing on Comics Online that, that they were announcing that we were finally finishing after uh, 104 days of summer vacation, um, which actually totaled something like 120 episodes, which, yay for them. Uh, they, yeah. they were finally ending, but I, I never watched it. And so I, I kind of want to go back and, and watch that whole series because it's good. It's super formulaic, but it's super good. It is. And, like, there there are so many episodes that are just so goddamn good. And that the songs that they sing in that show are so catchy. Like, we, we will just – we sing them around the house, like, all the time. Like, I don't even – I don't even care. Don't even care that it, it's a kid's show. Absolutely love it. Um, she's actually in agreement with you, Andy, as well. Uh, Roseanne, not so much. Horrible ending. Um, she said that Mad Men's uh, series finale, which – I haven't seen a single episode of Mad Men ever. Is that is that wrong? Does that make me a shitty person? I haven't seen it, so yeah. Kevin, what about you? Did you ever watch Mad Men? I did. Um, I don't think I watched the last the 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 back nine ish, you know, of the of the yeah. final season. I don't. I, I didn't watch the the last half season of uh, of Mad yeah. Men, and so I watched a lot of it. Um, I watched. But not the whole thing. Like, I probably watched, I don't know, over half of it, though. Okay. Yeah, it's, it, it, uh, it was Friends. a good show. Friend- oh, go ahead. Friends. Yeah, yeah Friends um, has got to make the list for best, I'm, I'm assuming. I thought, yeah, you know what? I think Friends, I think that's a good call. Friends kind of tied everything up in a nice, neat little package and, and let it move on. Um, a lot, until a lot Joey of my friends along. love it. You know, I've always felt with, yep. about Friends yep. where it's just like, uh, you know, I like the jokes, but I never cared about the characters because they're all a bunch of assholes. But if you look at all the rest of the Comics Online people, you and Matt and Chelsea and and Jen and, yep. e- you know, even, uh, you know, Sarah loves it, too. And and I'm just kind of like, well, I'll watch it if it's on, but I, I've never cared for these these characters. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... So how did it end? Um, well, basically, like what ends up happening is uh, uh, Chandler and Monica. Yeah, basically, that's that's there you go. <laughs> that's pretty much the end of it. Chandler and Monica are uh, are going to be adopting a baby from um, uh, Anna Ferris, who's having the kid but doesn't want it. So they adopt the kid, but it turns out it's twins, and, and then they're moving to the suburbs because moving out of the city is like a, a big deal, apparently. Um, Rachel's getting a job in Paris, um, and really that's all that matters because nobody else cares, apparently. And Ross, like, professes his love. He's like, please, God, don't leave, Rachel, don't leave, don't leave. And she's like, no, I have to go, I have to go. And she leaves, and you're like, oh, shit, she's just going to ditch him. And she ends up coming back, and that's, like, the big thing. And, like, that was the big joke is, like, she's leaving a message on his uh, answering machine where she's like, she's like, I got to get off the plane, I got I got off the plane and then her phone stops and he's like let her off the plane let her off the plane and then she's there and she's like I got off the plane and they have this big hug and loving embrace and, and then everything's over and yeah and then a Joey and got his own happens. <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> but yeah like if as as somebody who watched it like pretty much all the way through it, it, it's pretty satisfying um let me give you one that is similar wherein everybody gets exactly what they want but it was really shitty and that is Back to the Future. I, I can't stand the ending to Back to the Future three. It pisses me off so much. It is such a it's such a fucking cop out. Like Marty Marty comes back uh, to the present 
uh, back to 1985 uh, in the DeLorean after the train explodes and Doc stayed in the past to stay with uh, Mary Steenburgen. And the DeLorean gets destroyed, just like Doc wanted him to do. And if it had just ended right there without Doc having to come back in his stupid steam-powered uh, locomotive of time travel, like, it would have been so much better. But, like, because you're, you're taking this character who has said, science is my, my love. And then he has he falls in love with a woman like he chooses love over science and that's it leave it there but then to have him be like oh well you know destroy the time machine as soon as you get back but then he makes another fucking time machine did you just forget everything that went wrong how biff like basically became donald trump and took over the future like did you forget all of that shit and like just at no at no point was it so we're living in back to the future too is that what you're trying to tell me we're living in the Biff Tannen Basically, world. yeah, and we would have been... Yeah, and it would have been fine if fucking Doc didn't recreate another goddamn time machine. It's his fault. He fucked it up for all of us. But, well, like, they... like, like Steve and I... Damn it, Doc Sanders. Go ahead, Eddie. Doc Sanders. <laughs> Marty, we've got to go back. <laughs> Biff's president. Um, I just, like, I... The, Steve and I had talked about this at one point. We said that, like, a better ending would have been, like, if Marty had like gone to he's like driving driving through uh hill valley in his in his truck and he sees the emmett brown school for scientific achievement and it turns out that him and claire created a school for science and a school for astronomy and for all of these things back in the 1880s and that's changed the timeline like now hill valley is this like mecca for for great intellectual study that would have been such a better ending it would have been a little bittersweet but still like yeah. it, it just it just kind of it just it just steps all over itself at the end there. And like, there's such pressure from movie studios, I think like for them to have these happy endings and like, you could have had a happy ending without making it all all bullshit. And like, just, ah, that irritates me. Cause like, God damn it. I love those first two movies. Like the first two, the first one is a work of art. Like the first one is, is fucking perfect. The second one is, is pretty damn good. Um, but the third one was good all the way up until the ending. Like, ah, that irritates me. I would argue that the uh, the thing about the the steam engine train time machine thing is just them yeah. like their whole fascination with Jules Verne and everything is that yeah. Doc and his family uh, go on like Jules Verne esque adventures and they basically if you want to count the cartoon show that's kind of what happened um, but I sort of think maybe Doc invented some sort of like paradox shifting free healing device, whatever, like any sort of paradox that happens, readjusts itself or whatever. If you yep. want to, if you want to, you know, pull that excuse out of my butt, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like, that's the only thing I can think of to defend that. But yeah. it, it, it didn't bother me to really, I, have you played the, uh, uh, the telltale back to the future video game? No, but I've, I've heard that they're good and I've wanted to play those. It's basically a pretty good back to the future four. Um, if there was going to be a fourth one, um, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Um, no, but yeah, it's pretty... it. Telltale writes some great games, so I, I they do. do I've been, I've been defending the Walking Dead games by Telltale for a while. Like I, you guys, I've told you guys all about that with my articles and stuff like that. Like I, I don't care for Walking Dead in any, any, um, media anymore, except for the Telltale games. And that's basically just because they make some really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, their Batman stuff is just, like, bananas. Like, it's so good. 
Oh yeah, the, that they did a really good version of Batman on there. But that's another thing that, um, as we're talking about endings, I did not care for the ending of the Telltale Batman one. I remember feeling pissed off. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember feeling pissed off. <laughs> so the so that Batman was having an affair with. <laughs> What's up? I was no, like there's the, the the weirdest thing. Go ahead, go ahead with, Kevin. When it comes to Back to the Future. Um, you know, was the uh, the splitting of the timeline between the two Christopher Lloyd's? Because I always thought that uh, that that Doc Brown was a uh, was a producer for uh, uh, Modern Family, and so that's that's throwing me off. It's a different guy. It's a different <laughs> guy, it, listeners. It's not the same guy. They, they just have the same yes. same first and last name. That's all. There was also Christopher. Lloyd, who was a, an executive producer for like shows like Wings and the oh, uh, like Cheers and Frasier, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that of Frasier. Not that Christopher Lloyd. You also got to remember that there was that other alternate timeline where he went into the future and he was a Klingon captain and he was trying to steal the Genesis device from the Enterprise. So I mean, there was that too. There's also <laughs> that one where uh, the timeline where he's married to Shelley Duvall and Hulk Hogan rooms in with him, but Hulk Hogan's an alien. <laughs> The Proving Commando. God damn it, I love that movie. And then he gets frozen. <laughs> I was frozen today! Wow. <laughs> Have you ever seen Suburban Commando, Kevin? I guess not. Oh, was... it was wonderful. It's it's I... it's so shitty 90s movie. Like, it's it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I like the timeline where... <laughs> where Doc Brown became Professor Blum. And <laughs> he had to solve a murderer with... With, with Michael, Michael McKeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Doctor Frankenfurter was there too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I'm sorry. What are yes. what other Christopher Lloyd jokes can we make too? <laughs> oh, he was a cartoon, a murderous cartoon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dipping cartoons in the dip. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he talks yeah. just like I remember this. Remember me, Eddie? I killed your brother. Yeah. Oh my God. That's good. I love that fuck movie. Out of me as a kid. Oh yeah. Like he was. He was scary as shit. Yeah. I was like, oh look, it's Doc Brown, and then Doc Brown became the scary murderous thing, and I was like, oh shit, Doc is scary. <laughs> no tune can resist the old shave and a haircut bit. Uh... I have to watch that movie again. I haven't seen that in a long time. I loved. I absolutely loved uh, Hugh Frank Roger Rabbit when I was a kid. Um, so let's talk about some other ones too. I mean, like they're, let's go back to our, our, our Facebook friends too, cause they came up with some really good ones. Um, a lot of them I haven't seen though. So, I mean, if you guys have any, uh, any input on these, please let me know. Um, but like for, for instance, the overall consensus seems to be the house had a pretty good ending, but I never really got in the house. Um, I watched a few episodes of it, but I just, I was, I was kind of over it. I, I never really got into it. All right, no, I, I have an answer to that. So uh, I, I know how it ended because Chelsea told me how it ended, um, which yeah. it makes sense that that's where it was going. But um, I have still not watched like the last two or three episodes. And so yeah. for, for me, that show is still on. I, uh, I never finished okay. it. It's one of those things where I'm like, ah, maybe one day I'll finish it or maybe I will just never finish it. And it'll be still a happy little... You know, House doesn't have his tragic ending. Yeah. Um, so consensus for for the well, not consensus, but one of the votes for uh, the best ending was Parks and Rec. 
Never watched it. Never watched a single episode of that show. And I'm watching it now, and it's really funny. It is a funny show. Is it? All right. I'll go, I'll go yeah. back and watch it. Rachel um, got me into that, um, and we've been joking about it for yeah. like the past two weeks. I I'll probably end up watching got, it with Sandy. Uh, I think, I think it's enough. into it recently. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, that's one of the ones where it's like, okay, if we want to watch something that we can just watch, you know, one of, or, you know, we're, we don't have to worry about paying attention to every word, like, you know, Game of Thrones or something like that, uh, then, you know, we'll pop that on. I admit the oh, first season is... Go. Go, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, the first I was just going to say, like, uh, the first season was a little tough to watch. Like, it wasn't very funny, and the characters were complete assholes. But once it goes on, like, one of the reasons I keep going back is that um, Chris... Uh, oh, what's his name? Chris Pratt? Yeah. His character Pratt. and Aubrey Praz's character are such a cute couple. I, I can't stop watching it because of that show. They're just such a ridiculously cute couple. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Uh, Kevin, here's one. Here's one right in our geek pop culture realm. Um, Mr. William Anderson says, um, "I forgot about Smallville and how shitty it was." Uh, the yeah. final episode, or the penultimate, the penultimate episode, sets up a bunch of old foes being unleashed at once for a series of epic battles and a possible fight with Darkseid. And what do we get? Another saving a plane scene, moving apocalypse off screen, basically. And after ten fucking seasons, not one actual shot of, shot of Clark as Superman. Yeah, yeah, it was very disappointing. You know, I, I remember at the beginning, um, the uh, the the showrunner was like, "Yeah, the, you know, the, our mantra on this show is no tights, no flights." But that guy was gone by you know by the end of the fifth season, and they went and they went ten seasons. So why the fuck did they adhere to that? You know, be, you know when when the person making that rule is gone, why do you adhere to that? That you you could have made this a Superman show and a great Superman show, but you had to fucking hamstring Clark into being, oh, I'm too much of a pussy, and, uh, and fucking, uh, what do you call, uh, you know, Supergirl was awesome, Laura Vandervoort was, was great in it, um, you know, and yeah. she was like, you know, you almost, like, saw her being embarrassed for Clark, being like, what a, why do you suck so bad? Because um, <laughs> you know, you're played by Tom Welling. Well, Tom Welling was great! It's just, you know, what he was given was shitty. And, you know, yeah. and and there were some there were some great parts. You know the uh, uh, the when we got um, the uh, uh, what do you call uh, Justice Society that was good. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was good. It was good. Um, and and then what was great was when they had the Legion of Superheroes. That was fucking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, as much as I thought that like. Chloe was being ridiculously stupid when she was like, you know, trying to fuck Darkseid or whatever. That was the stupid season. I mean, I love Chloe, but that was just terrible. And I and I loved uh, what's his name as uh, as Green Arrow. Um, oh yeah, he was great. You know, there was lo- th- there were a lot of great characters in that, but they they uh, you know they they weren't willing to put Superman in it ever. It was just like, nope, Superman yeah. does not exist. He is he is always, you know, for the entire ten fucking seasons, not quite Superman. Until, like, the very last scene. Well, and that's the, w, that's the WB, though, man. They're real funky about Superman and Batman. Like, they've got really, really, really funny feelings about that. Like, they're doing the same thing. I mean, kind of look at what they're doing with, uh, with uh, Gotham. Like... I understand that a lot of people like that show, but like you're going to give me an entire series of uh, of the 
most exciting person in this entire universe is still a fucking kid and will not be Batman in, at all. Like that's just Listen, it's the same they, thing with, with with Smallville. I I feel like Gotham tells some good stories. They've got some good characters, but it's the the initial premise is fucking stupid. Um, yep. You know, but the you know some of my favorite shows can be described that way as well. Like like Chuck, you know, I loved Chuck, but yep. the initial premise, that first episode, is like shut the fuck up. This is going to be stupid. Um, yeah. But no, it was a great show. So I guess whatever. Um, one thing we've had say a lot about... of people say. Oh, Andy, go ahead, man. I was just going to say the um, the thing about Smallville though. Some of the casting choices were great. Like um, like you said, uh, Justin. Hartley's his name. Yeah, I prefer him over uh, Stephen Amell as Green Arrow. Me too. Because he brings he brings a squash squashbuckling, you know, trait to him that, you know, and the and Stephen Amell, who's who's a good actor in his own right, he brings he's very brooding and it's just not very interesting. I'd rather see him play Batman than Green Arrow personally. I agree. He's, he he, I he feel basically like he's is Batman. Batman. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. You know, and I used to really like Stephen Amell, but then he started. And he he posted this this video. I I want to say it was on Facebook. He posted this video saying, you know, uh, deriding, um, you know, quote fingers journalists who who come to conventions to interview him and then ask for selfies. And uh, I want to say to people, you know, who who think otherwise, you know, places like like Comics Online and other you know fan based sites. You know, we don't we don't make the kind of money to where we can pay people, and so it's you know when we send people to go and interview people like Stephen and Mel, um, you know, is it really that hard for you to to pause a minute and 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 take a photo? I mean, you don't even have to, honestly. But you know, if if it's your policy to not do that, that's fine. But to go and fucking uh, to come down and 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 be fucking derogatory toward, you know, not only my staff, but everybody else who does that for other outlets. I got to say, dude, that's fucking low class. And, and maybe, maybe he just doesn't understand how, how the shit works. And I want to believe that's the case, but that really, that, that really upset me about, uh, about him and, and frankly has soured me to, to him as a person. Um, and it, like I say, I, I hope that he just didn't understand, that, you know, how our industry works because our industry is not, a, you know, is is a bunch of fans doing things because we're fans, not because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, not because, you know, I've I've got money to pay people. You know, we all have, you know, other jobs and we do this out, out of out of the love. And if you can't show us a love, you know, maybe you don't have time for it. And, and that's we got to understand that and we got to respect that. But if you're going to disrespect my people and say. And, and say that we're uh, unprofessional, and I believe that's the the term that he used in the video, you know, that we're unprofessional for asking for selfies. Then I gotta say, dude, you're 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 wrong, um, and that's, this isn't, and, and that's yeah. fucked up of you to say. Yeah, and especially when you have people like his counterpart, Grant Gustin, who's like the nicest fucking dude on the face nicest of the planet. Nicest fucking like, dude. God damn, he's yeah. so nice. And the thing is, Stephen Amell yeah, used to like be it, nice, and you know he used to go and 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 stand. You know, he, I've several of ours uh, of Comics Online staff members have pictures with him. You know, Matt's interviewed him for several things. Um, you know, and he used to be super into it, but something soured him to the idea. And you know, I, and I like I say, I, I hope that he is just you know not understanding what's uh, you know what the reality is, and I hope somebody will tell him because. That that really uh, set me off against him. 
I'll have to look that up because I didn't know anything yeah. about that. But there are celebrities who are like, "Hey, listen, I gotta, uh, I gotta charge for pictures or something like that because if it's like a contract thing with my manager or whatever, yeah, yeah. Some kind and of if thing. you have to, you have to, and that's fine. Um, but you know, if you don't, you know, if that's you know against your policy, you don't even have to tell me the reason. I don't need to know your reason for saying no, no to me. But uh, because it's your fucking life. Um, but to go and 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 talk down to people and saying that we're un- unprofessional for you know for doing this because frankly that's yeah. what we do in these things you know and not all the time but occasionally you know people people are friendly and 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 give uh, you know give their, their these fan uh, type organizations uh, you know selfies and little little exclusives and and shit like that and uh yeah. you know if you're not willing to that's fine but don't be mean just don't be mean to yeah. people um did did either of you guys ever watch this show dexter yeah no watched it all um what was your what was your take on the ending listen uh season four ended great and uh if you watch beyond season four then you get what you get and like it <laughs> okay. Um, can, I, All I, right. I, no, I, I never watched. I never watched it, so I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. We, it ended. It ended poorly. I saw that somebody had posted something uh, that it uh, that it ended poorly, and it it ended like. Yeah. Um, you, you remember the ending of Man of Steel? Yeah. Yes. Same ending. Where it's just like Where he hey. has to choose. No, well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't the ending of Man of Steel. It was. It was the part where uh, I think it was in the middle of it, where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go and be a logger in Alaska." Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how it ended. <laughs> oh. Where you're like, um, that, that's so really. That's, that's so like, lame. Let's. That's a great way to end a show about a serial killer. Yeah, who's lived now in he's Florida the whole murdering freeze. Yeah, murdering trees did. now? Like I don't. He's killing. Oh, wait, 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 killing them trees. Killing those trees. Oh, wait, wait. Was it? So you mean the ending of was it, of it was like Batman vs Superman, where he finds out that one of the guys is he's going to kill um, is, is his mother's name is Martha too, and then they're best friends. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, oh, okay. he he. Uh, they everybody found out that he was that he was the uh, the Bay Harbor butcher or whatever, whatever they were calling him at that point. But you know they they. Uh, Everybody found out that it was that all of a sudden, hey, it is really Dexter Morgan, and you know Dexter Morgan is like, oh, peace out, and he escapes the law, and he grows a beard and becomes a law. See you guys. <laughs> so what you're That's saying how- is, he never really wanted to be a serial killer. He wanted to be a lumberjack, yeah. sweeping from tree to tree. He's a lumberjack, and he's okay. He works all night <laughs> and he sleeps all day. Yes. Yes. I was- I wish I had that song queued up. Oh, yes. We don't have oh well, Andy, but we do. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Post production. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Plans. Yeah. 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 Exclusive. Yeah. You know, we don't make enough live. There you go. Yeah. Well, no one's listening to us live because we're not on Mixler. So there you go. Oh shit. Okay. (laughs) I'm talking to nobody. Well, you know what though? You've been. You've been on your A game, Andy. So you know what? Every time we're going to have you on, we're going to tell you that we're live, even if we're not. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, Andy. We're live. You can't do that. Um. So some of the other ones that people have said uh, that they didn't like, uh, Miss Danielle Sanders. Uh, she said Dark Angel, Firefly, Revolution, 
Dead Like Me and Twin Peaks. That's a long list of things you didn't like the ending to. Dark Angel, um, I don't remember the ending of, but I remember that it was cut short. Firefly obviously needed about nine more seasons. What were the other ones? Yeah. Uh, Revolution, which that was the one on NBC. Oh, I gave up and, like, on there was, that like, motherfucker. Bomb. Yeah, I yeah. gave up on that yeah. show. It was not good. Yeah. Um, sorry. Dead Like Me. I didn't. I never watched Dead Like Me, unfortunately. I've still um, not Twin gone Peaks, back to watch thing. that. Um. Yeah, I mean, Twin Peaks, the only thing I remember about it is being a little kid and watching it and not fucking understanding it at all. And, like, from from what I've been getting from it is, like, it's it's David Lynch, man. He's fucking weird as shit anyways. So, but I like his stuff. It's weird, but I, I enjoy it for the most part. Um, so I'll probably end up having to go back and watch uh, watch the original. And then they're supposedly redoing it, too. So They're redoing we it might or have they, to, uh, are they putting out a sequel? They're doing, they're continuing it. I'm sorry. They're going to continue it. Okay. Um, which should be out this year from what I've been hearing. Um, but I think we, we're getting close to, uh, to wrapping up here. Um, All right. Here, here's unless the one, there were here's, any others. Yeah, here's the, here's the one thing to, to end this show about endings. Um, so in the, the movie, I will, and we'll, start, we'll start with you, Mike. In the movie of your life, uh, how does it end, and uh, what do you want uh, at your funeral? Wow. How does it end? Um I, I like the idea. I know, man. Um, my the, my movie ends um, with you guys. You guys are on the bridge, and we just miraculously got back warp power to escape uh, the Genesis device that's detonating. Um, that your great nemesis Khan, uh, Kevin. Actually, your great nemesis. Um, uh, we'll Rouge. just we'll just say Doctor Strange. Yeah, Rouge. Rouge and Doctor Strange have teamed together to get the Genesis device. Um, <laughs> wow, that's a that is a fucking that is a sinister duo. Yeah, yeah, and we all thought we were doomed, but it turns out that I reached into the um, the power manifold and reconfigured the warp drive, uh, flooding myself with radiation. Uh, and then we have this tender moment where Andy's like, "No, Kevin, he's dead already." And I and, and I, we touch and I hands say, on the glass. You've, you've always been my friend. Exactly, and we touched hands on the glass. Yeah. Like I slump over and die. Yeah, and then you shoot me out of the the bowels of the ship. Yeah, into 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 the Genesis planet. Yeah, that's how I go out. Oh, but it's okay. <laughs> I have the blood of Khan, and I'll use that to save you. Oh, oh, thanks, Andy. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> we're cross, we're crossing we're crossing timelines here. It's great. I love it. I love, love it. Um, in all in all honesty, how does my how does my story end? Um. And I'm not even joking with this. Like Sandy and I have talked about this on multiple occasions. Um, because when you get older and you're married and you start talking about your 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 future and eventually your end, you have to think about these sorts of things. And I've always said, like, because I've I'm, obs- I'm not, not obsessed, but I've always been in love with space. It's why I love Star Wars. It's why I love Star Trek. But like, just in general, like I, I if it's a clear night, sometimes I will just sit there and stare at the stars i just absolutely love space in general and we found out it's surprisingly inexpensive to shoot your ashes into space and that's where i want to go and i don't want it to be a sad somber thing some people really like that whole like you know the really like heavy shit no man i want people to talk about the the dumb shit that i did that made them happy like the things that made them laugh like i want all of these podcasts yeah you know like shoot the podcast into space too so like if they 
end up in like a wormhole or something like that, you know, like, you know, Talaxians can listen to me, you know, make dick and fart jokes. Um, assuming that they have MP3 players. I'm, I'm sure they will, right? Like, they'll be able to decrypt it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's, the, it's the future. Yeah, of course, of course. Everybody will be able to figure it out. Um, but really, just like, I, I'm not one of those people that... I, in life, all, I've, all I want to do is make other people happy. And if that's what I did, then talk about that when I'm not here anymore. I want people to remember me. And, that's, I mean, I think that's all that anybody really really wants in the, in the long run. That and to be shot in the space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Andy? Um, I see, uh, myself dying, um, it's gonna end with, um, these guys breaking into my apartment where me and my girlfriend live, and they're gonna, they're gonna kill my girlfriend, and they're gonna toss me out a window, but then a crow will bring me back, and I'll kill the guys who killed (laughs) me and my girlfriend, (laughs) but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna be very Brandon Lee, I'm not gonna be Jason Momoa, because Brandon Lee's a fucking badass, um, and then, um, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, your dad is uh, Bruce Lee, isn't he?" And I'm like, "No, no. Well, yeah, but I'm also me, so you know." Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Um, you, I'm not in the best of health, so if I end, it's probably gonna be because I haven't been taking care of myself. Um, but I hope before I go, I end up uh, uh, writing like a novel or uh, you know. I would really love to direct a movie someday and be remembered for it. Um, and I hope that, you know, people have fun things to say about me. Uh, like I said, I just, I just been through a funeral myself and it was actually a pretty nice funeral where people had a lot of things to say about, you know, my dad. So I'm hoping, you know, people will have some pretty good things to say about me too. Well, that's, that's clearly going to be the case. So, uh, you know, my, uh, Oh, you know what I what I wanted to say before was I went to see when I went to see to bring this all the way back around to the beginning when I went to see Logan, um, I you know it was on the the 10th anniversary of my father's death and uh, you know I, was, I took the day off I was pretty sad about the whole thing you know I just kind of let myself the way my grief processing goes is just like I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to say it, you know, I'm not going to fucking let any of this affect me for the rest of the year, but when, you know, when it's the anniversary of his death or his birthday or maybe Father's Day, you know, then I can let it out a little bit and, you know, allow myself to uh, mourn a bit. And uh, it really hit me particularly hard when I went to see Logan because there's a lot of, you know, father-death type things when it comes to Professor X and and Logan himself. And, uh, yeah, you know, at the end of the movie, I'm just, you know, I was a wreck, man. You know, there wasn't. I was pretending to be waiting for a Marvel uh, ending. You know, and let everybody else leave the fucking theater, so I'm not just sitting there <laughs> with you know wet face. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, to answer my own question, I would. You know, I, I have always said when it comes to uh. <laughs> funerary type things, you know, wasting a, a, a hole in the ground seems stupid, but, you know, I would, I have always loved the idea of uh, having my, my skull and mandible, you know, cured and jointed to, and then have a little, a little sign on the back of my skull that says, uh, uh, move my jaw to make me say funny shit. Okay. That's, that's awesome. I like 
big bet. Like, because yeah. let me tell you, if, buddy, if you go before me, um, if you go before me, I will promise you this. There will be a Mike and Kevin podcast that continues, and it'll be a, it'll be a um, ventriloquist act. I will teach myself ventriloquism just so I can have your your jaw <laughs> and mandible. Like, and it'll be like, so Kevin. And what are we going to talk about today? Everything geeky pop culture, Mike. Like it's yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right, that'll be good. Well, you're going to have to live a long time because you know I decided when I was a kid that I was going to live to 108. So uh, you know, in uh, 2080, you know, I that's I'm not dying until then. So it'll be a while. Mike, I need you well, to do me a I favor. Mean, um, when I die, I need you to. Get a black robe and a sickle, and uh, arrive to my funeral, and just like stand by my by my casket for like twenty minutes and not say anything, and then leave. You know, or you can, can have some I, like yeah, you, okay. you know, for me, you can you can have some you know before you go and get the, the skull and jaw cured, you can go and and uh, have. You know, a bunch of uh, you know sparklers and lights going, and then and then somebody <clears throat> and then somebody uh, stands up wearing the same clothes I was just wearing, um, who looking really confused. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I so, like this a lot. Yeah, you know, I can just regenerate into another another version. So um, you're a, you're a time lord. <laughs> I would love to be. That'd be great. I would love. That to would be, be fucking awesome. awesome. Time lord. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and as far as as far as legacy goes, you know, I just hope I'm, uh, you know, doing a good job with my kids. You know, ultimately, yeah. I, you know, I, that's that's the that's the one legacy that you know that's the most important to me. Yes, I would love to, you know, you know, create art in one form or another, and I would like to influence people's lives for the better. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, what's most important, my kids. Um, you know, and yeah, I. I agree, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I want, and and I hope that uh, that these, you know, particularly, you know, these these podcasts are like a time capsule for us, you know, to where yeah, hopefully stuff like this will will stick around for a long period of time, and and you know, people generations from now will be able to go back and listen to this shit and be like, you know, these motherfuckers who were recording Thursday, March ninth, twenty seventeen, at nine ten p.m. on a uh, uh, you know, on a on an evening in in uh, Virginia and or West Virginia, um, West Virginia <laughs> won't be around by then. This yeah. place will be blown sky high. <laughs> you know, those guys they uh, they had a good time, and uh, you know, and yeah. and, and yeah. I, I I enjoy their entertainment even now, a hundred years from you know later. If if, one of, if I go first, one of you assholes better know how to play Amazing Grace on a bagpipe, or or I'm gonna haunt you so hard. Like we don't. <laughs> that we'll is your hire job. Someone. Oh, all right, fine. It better be a Scotty lookalike. If it's not a Scotty lookalike, ooh, that'd be good. <laughs> I can hum it pretty good. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all I need, Andy. That's all I need. We're gonna change the lyrics, though. We're gonna call it Amazing Mike. Yeah. Aw, thanks, guys. So, well, what a uh, great way, and what a sad and dark, morose way to end our show. Much like <laughs> Logan, see, we, we brought it back around. I was I was hoping that that uh, good old Dune Murderous was going to join us, but it seems that he uh, he was doing something with his cat or some bullshit. 
So, uh, uh, Dune's going to be back on the show eventually. I, I, I know I've threatened this for probably two years now since, since he's actually been on. But uh, he, he is going to come on and, and, you know, guest with us. Um, you know, and maybe, okay. hey, maybe one day, maybe one day he'll have his own show again, and that would be awesome. Um, but we until then... combine forces. What's that? I said we can combine forces. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it will be. Um, it'll be like Star Trek. It'll be like Star Trek Generations. Oh my God! What? <laughs> for realsies. Oh, and and by the way, next week uh, for those of you listeners who are not only still listening to this, thank you very much. Um, but I uh, have been like, hey, what happened to that flashback thing? Where you know, I've been busy with work, work, and been not doing the flashback show for like a month. But I'll be back to that uh, coming up soon. So. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we, we shall return to the Flashback Top, top 5 comics here uh, probably next week. And be sure to check out Slaughter Hill. Yeah. And uh, we, will, we will see you soon. And just uh, follow us on the Facebooks and like us on the Twitters or, or the opposite of that. And, uh, and so for Andy and Mike and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan. And this is comics online yeah it was all a dream what this finale never happened alright disclaimer the opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of comics online any participants or any employers past present or future if you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less freakishly realistic uh, porn parodies that they do where the costumes are better than the real movies. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language, great and horrible finales to TV shows and movies, biting sarcasm and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcast, just post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All material original in this podcast is copyrighted 2017 Comics Online. See you next time. Bye. Giant boobs. Adios, motherfucker. Adios. Good night. From leaking to our builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch the internet browser to comicsonline.com.